This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Welcome everyone to a special edition of All Parsha on Parshas Re'eh. The Ramban, Nachmanides on Parshas Re'eh. We'd like to examine two fundamental subjects in the Parsha in the context of the false prophet. The Torah gives us six commands, which interestingly the Archaim HaKadosh says refers to the Shishay Sidri Mishnah. The Pasuk says, After Hashem, your God, you should walk. You should fear Him. You should keep His mitzvahs. You should listen to His voice. Him you should serve. And in Him you should cling. What exactly are these six commands? What does it mean to follow God? What does it mean to fear Him? We always talk about fearing God. What does that mean? What does that entail? And once we have adhering to his mitzvahs, why do we need to say, listen to his voice? Says the Holy Ramban, After Hashem your God, you should walk. This is a command to follow Hashem's counsel. And from Him alone, we should seek out any hidden thing. In other words, we should seek the advice of the prophets. The Nishal Kolosid and ask any future occurrence. In other words, we should only try to discover the future through the prophet. Kenyan, like it says in Bereshis, in Parshas Toldois, Vatelech Ledrosh Asashem. Rivka went to search for God, which means she went to request of the prophets what will be her outcome. Furthermore, the Pasuk says in Shemais, Ki Yavai Elai Ha'am Lidroi Sha'alaikim. Moshe says, the people came to me to seek out God, which means to find out what the future has in store for them. V'chein Yasu Yisrael Im Hanavim. Likewise, the Jewish people should do with the prophets. Like we find in Malachim, Ha'ein Poinavi Lashem. Is there no prophet to God? V'nidrusha Hashem Es Hashem Ita, that we could seek out God from Him? Or in the Pasuk in Yirmiya, V'ayagid Lanu Hashem Leikecha, Hashem, your God told us the road that we will go on, and that which we should do. In the Sifri, we find after Hashem your God, you should go. This refers to following the cloud. And what this means is the same way we follow God by following the cloud, we likewise follow Hashem by following the Nevi'im. This is what we explain, that we should listen to the voice of His signs, and follow His counsel. So going after Hashem means to discover the future solely through the prophet. And then we have the Pasuk, the, the clause, Him you should fear. You should believe in your heart. You know what it means to fear God? Certainly it's something I always wondered about. What does it really mean to fear Hashem? To have the conviction that in His hand is the soul of every living thing. That life and death, death rests only in the hands of Hashem. That's what Yerushalayim means. And He has the ability to cause death and to bring to life. And He visits for punishment. And He pays reward. So that's what it means to fear God. To deepen the conviction that life and death rest solely in the hands of Hashem. V'es mitzvah yisav tishmeiru. 
and to guard his mitzvos, Tairas Moshe. Those are the, the mitzvos that were commanded to Moshe Abenu. Commandment number three. Commandment number four. Listen to his voice. What does it mean to listen to his voice? We already commanded to follow the Torah. Says Rabban, to perform everything he commands us aside from the Torah. Meaning there are other things God commands us that are not in the Torah. What's that? What he commands us through the prophets. Like Shmuel said to Shaul, Neskalta, you acted foolishly. You did not keep the commandments of Hashem. This is what it's explained more fully in Parak Yerchas, Pasuk Tesvav, Navi Mikir Bechameachecha Kamoini, a prophet from among you, from your brothers like me, Yakim Lachasham Lekecha, God will establish for you a love Tishma'un. You have to listen to him. That's aside from listening to the mitzvahs of the Torah, there's a special commandment, to listen to the Navi. Va'amar, or like it says in Pasuk Yates, if there's a man who doesn't listen to my word, I will seek him out, I will punish him. There's a command in the Torah that if somebody does not listen to the prophet, God will exact punishment from him. Or, for example, we find that the Navi commanded, was commanded to tell somebody to hit him as a mashal to what King Ahav would receive. So when the Navi came to the person to hit him, and the person didn't want to hit him, the Navi said, oh, because you didn't listen to the prophet, Hashem will punish you, that you will be struck by a lion. And that's what happened. As it came by the command of the Navi, Hakeni hit me, and wound me, Bidvar Hashem. So this is the fourth commandment. The Sifri says as follows similarly, listen to his voice, to the voice of his prophets. And then we have the final two, which the Ramban says he explained already. The Ramban says he explained already. Namely, we should serve him like a servant who um, administers to his master and cleave to him, which means don't serve any other god, but only to HaKadosh Baruch Now, the Ramban says, this is not the first time in the Torah that some of these commandments are mentioned. For example, to fear Hashem. Already said earlier, You should fear Hashem. You should serve Him. So why does it repeat it here? Says Ramban, repeats it here, to detract that don't think that if a Navi comes and he makes a miracle and a wonder, now I need to fear him. We should not fear the words of the Navi because of a sign or a wonder. And we should not violate our because of the word of the Navi. Meaning, fear God and don't fear the false prophet. Fear God alone. Not any other God and also, the Yibam wanted to add in this Pasuk something that didn't appear before, and that is that we need to uh, listen to the true prophet. So these are the six commandments that are listed here. Number one, 
follow the ways of Hashemin, seek out the future only from the Navi. Number two, fear God, deepen your conviction that the life and death rest solely in the hands of Hashem. Guard his mitzvahs, that's pshuta kemashmai, keep all the 613 mitzvahs. Uve listen to his voice, which means listen to the commands of the prophet. The oisoisa worship God, serve God like a servant who serves his master. Uvaisid bakun, and cling to him. Cling to God only. Let's take a look at the Psukim and Parsha um, at Ravi'i. We go a little bit earlier, and in Ravi'i we have the Pasuk, Banim Atem La'ashem Aleikechem. You are children of God. Loisis Goydudu. Do not gash yourself. And do not make a bald spot between your eyes over a dead body. Instead, because you are a holy nation, excuse me, this is a little bit uh, further on, at Ravi, you are a uh, holy people, to Hashem your God, and then you Hashem selected, a treasure nation, from all the nations, so now let us study the uh, important comments of the Ramban. The Ramban says, Gam zoi mitzvah This is also a mitzvah which is explained. That means as follows. The Ramban has a principle in Sefer Devarim that many of the mitzvahs that appear here appeared before. However, they're given here in greater detail. And earlier on, the Torah says, in Vayikra, do not make a bold spot on your head, and in your flesh, do not scratch yourself. Now that mitzvah was listed specifically for the Koyhanim. And now it's explaining, that the reason you can't make a bold spot and you can't gash yourself is not only because of the elevated status of being a Koyhan. Shehem Kedoshim Leloi Kayam, that they are holy. Tsiva Bahamza, that they're commanded this. No, it's not only because of their elevated status of being a Kayin. Avol Kolo Eido Kulam Kedoshim, the truth is, all the Jewish people are holy. Because, because Vekulchem Banim Lashem Lekechem, because you're all God's children. And that gives an elevated status to all of Israel. Just like the Kayanim. Im if so, he shamru gamatem ba mitzvah hi kamaisam. If so, you should be careful in this mitzvah, just like the Kayhanim. So this is a mitzvah mivoyeres. First Hashem tells the Kayhanim, don't make a bold spot, don't gash yourself. So you might think it's because of the Milo of Kayhanim. Therefore the Torah says, no, it's not just because of the Milo of Kayhanim. There's an elevated status to every Yid, to every Jew. As our sages tell us, that for both of them, for Kayhanim and non-Kayhanim, the Isra making a bold spot, and a gash on the skin is only over a dead body. The Rabban continues that if this prohibition is only for, is for all of Kaiso, Kaihanim and non Kaihanim, why would the Torah first in Vayikra say that it only applies to Kaihanim? It says Rabban, it could be Shahisa Hamitsa Harishana Bukaihanim Lamar. 
the first command was given to the Kohanim to say that even though no Jew is allowed to make a bold spot or gash, it's to teach that if the Kohen is bolded or gashed, they're not fit to do the Avoidah. Like the Pasuk there says, Do not defile the name of your God. The Ramban reads this to mean that if a Kayin does the Avoidah with a bold spot or a gash, he defiles the Avoidah, that you're not Yoytze the Avoidah. So in other words, even though this is a law that applies to all Jews, the reason the Torah begins by specifying it by Kaihanim is to teach a special halacha that's applicable for Kaihanim, namely that if they do the Avoidah in that state, they defile the Avoidah, Vihine Avoidahs The Avoidah is defiled. Bekan Beyer, and here it is explaining, that this mitzvah applies to all of Israel as well. We need both psukim. We need the first pasuk to teach that the kaihanim, if they do the avodah in that stage, they defile the avodah. We need the second pasuk to say that no Jew may bald or gash themselves over a mace. Now the minchas chinuch in mitzvah, tough samach zayin, in the kaimetz mincha asks that not only is there no makar that a kain who does the avodah with a bald spot or gashed, not only is there no makar that he defiles the avodah, the Gemara in Zvachim Daf Yudzayin seems to imply he doesn't defile the avodah. I would humbly suggest that the Ramban is not writing this halacha. The Ramban is saying Pshutoy Shamikra. And on the level of Pshutoy Shamikra, this would come out the ramification, although Chazal perhaps made Darshan on the level of Drush, which may be true and correct, differently. Now, the Ramban quotes Rashi. Varashi Kansav, Rashi writes, Because you are the children of Hashem, you are fit to be handsome, not gashed and bolded. Now, according to Rashi, the Torah is telling us that a Jew needs to look good. We should always look good. Why should we always look good? Because... We're Hashem's children, we're princes. Says Ramban, there's not correction. Then this mitzvah should not be in any way associated with a dead body. The Torah should say, Jews, look good, period. Why over a dead body? Unless we could defend Rashi that the Torah speaks according to Rashi, there would always be a prohibition of gashing oneself, but the Torah wrote lames because that would be the typical situation that one would inflict a wound upon themselves. Now let's go on to the second part of the, of the next pasuk, because you are a holy nation. Says Ramban, Rabbi Avram Amar, the Ibn Ezra said, Achar after you know she'atem banam Lashem, after you recognize that you are sons of God, v'hu oyev eschem, and He loves you, more than a father to his son. Don't gash yourself for anything he does. Nothing that happens to you in this world should be so painfully uh, distressing to you that you have to gash yourself. Because if you are Hashem's child and He loves you more than a father, then whatever He does is for the good. And even if you don't understand it, it should be in your eyes like a child who doesn't understand what his parent is doing. 
Like little children don't understand the actions of their father. They rely on it. You are holy. And therefore do not act the way the Goyim act. Goyim, when they're distressed, they gash themselves. But since you understand that you are the children of Hashem and Hashem loves you and everything He does is for the best, you need to act in a holy manner. You are a holy people. You're not like the rest of the Gentiles. Therefore, please, don't do like their actions. The Ramban then goes on to interpret the words differently than the Ibn Ezra. In my opinion, the reasoning of you are a holy nation is a promise of the eternal existence of the soul before Him. Am Kadoshat, you're a holy nation, and realize that the soul of a Jew never vanishes, never disappears, and never stops to exist. Yoimar, what it's saying is, because you're a holy nation. Uskulas Hashem, and you're God's treasured people. Veloyisa Eloikim Nefesh. God will never carry away a soul, He will never take away and remove a soul. He's always having thoughts. That nobody is ever cast away. It is not fit for you to gash yourself and to bold yourself for a soul. Even if someone passes away in youth, it is not proper to gash and to bold yourself. The Ibn Ezra says, because we realize that we're the children of Hashem, and Hashem loves us more than a father, and everything He does is letoiv, and therefore we should not be so, in such despair. But the Ramban learns a little differently. Ki am kadoshati, you're a holy nation, and no soul ever ceases to exist. Even someone who dies in their youth, their soul is still vibrant and alive. V'layesar hakosav habechi. Now the Torah does not forbid crying. We still... One might say maybe one cannot cry for a mess because there is no mess. The soul is still alive. No, the Torah does not forbid crying because that's human nature to miss a departed relative. Because nature is to be aroused, to cry upon the departure of a loved one. And if they... Are, uh, leave one's presence even when they're alive. In other words, people cry even when their relative will uh, be going to another country. And because of this, this is a support to that which our Chazal say that here the Torah is saying that don't be in such despair over a mess because their soul lives on forever. This is a, a support to the idea found in Ma'ikatan. It is forbidden to mourn the loss of a loved one excessively. We cry because we miss them, but excessively it's not proper because we understand we're a holy nation and the soul lives on forever. And therefore, uh, there's a certain eternity to every Jew. So these are a few selected thoughts of the Ramban and Parshas Re'eh. Wishing everyone a great week and a wonderful Shabbos. Mavarchim, Chaydesh Elul, Haba Aleinu
You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.